Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the New Day podcast, where we talk about life, what it throws at us and how to how, deal with it. Yeah. People have been asking, why aren't you saying that anymore? And rightfully so. Sorry, I forgot. We we we, we went away from doing it for a while. We're, we're sorry. Out of practice. We're out of practice. We're back. We're, we're trying. Bear with us. I am Ian, your favorite L&D nerd here in Utah. <laughs> and I'm Angela, your favorite everything. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it today, Ian. What can I say? That's it. it well, I'm going to bring the snow back. It's a beautiful sunny day. That's what's it doing it. It is an amazingly Gorgeous. warm weekend here in Utah. And we're, mm -hmm. We are loving it. You know, to most people, 48 degrees doesn't seem spring-like beautiful weather. But in Utah, oh, it's worth it. It's going to fake us out, and then we're going to mm -hmm. get some more snow. That's yeah. how it happens. It but is. Spring in Utah. Thank you, everybody, for reaching out about yeah. the last topic. Holy cow. We had some people, people that connected. Yeah, that we a seem lot of to, new listeners. We seem to resonate with some people with that topic. Yes, it was eye opening, actually. So I don't know if you noticed, we are getting into more and more countries. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. It is cool. I love looking at those numbers. Canada is blowing up. Yeah, Canada. The UK. We love you, Canada. We Australia. love Australia. Australia, we definitely love Germany. I forgot about Germany. Germany is number five now. I forgot about Germany. Wow. Okay. Well, hey, Germany. So, Donka. <laughs> that's the one word I know. Um, uh, schnitzel. I know schnitzel. I know schnell. Oh. What? No. Oh. Mach schnell. Sorry. Now. Now. Mach schnell. Right now. Oh. Mach schnell. See, I don't know German that well. Well, so. I only know that one because my father-in-law says it to my mother-in-law as a joke because oh. they lived in Germany for a while and he'll be like, Mach schnell, just to piss her off. Huh. So that okay. one I know, but that's I it. I apologize. Like I've been studying <laughs> French in Duolingo because we've got oh, some work stuff you. going on. Thank you again so much to yes. the warm reception and and being excited for us to be back. Yeah. It is amazing how quickly people are picking up and reaching out, sharing what's gone on in their life. Yeah. And some of you, thank you. I mean, I loved hearing your story. Not that I'm happy it happened to you and that you had those experiences, but happy that you were willing to share them with me. Yes. We did have a lot of folks ask, are there support groups for narcissists? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. In fact, I will post some resources to the That's Facebook a good idea. page. That's a good idea. Uh, there's, there's a lot out there. Yeah, there we, are. We live in an era now where, as we've mentioned in other episodes, therapy is mm -hmm. amazing. Support groups help a lot, too. They do. It's good to feel you're not alone and that your story isn't unique, meaning it's happened to a ton of people out there and that other people understand where you're at in your journey to recover from that. It's a, it's a recovery process. It really is. It is. So that's why we're going to pivot to the topic we are today, yeah. which is trauma responses. Holy cow. Was there a lot of information on this? There topic? was. I was so tempted to be like, I feel like we need to wait another week or two and do more because there Which is we kind of did. So much out there. I mean, look at the stack of notes I have. It's incredible. Kept reading and mm -hmm. reading and listening and watching. Yeah, there's a lot. I get the feeling we'll revisit this one quite a bit. I think we're going to have to because I think it's going to come into play with other topics that we want to yeah. talk about. So Trauma response comes in a lot of different forms. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind that this is a natural response that we have mm -hmm. and it could be physical. And, it could mm -hmm. be emotional. Mm -hmm. It could be mental. There's a lot of ways that it will show up in your life. Yeah. But it is with something that is a situation that just completely overwhelms us. Yeah. And to, on a different kind of side note, trauma can be several things. Trauma can just be an emotional 
thing that happened to you. It can be a physical thing that happened to you. So we're talking about both. So if you think gunshot victims. Yes. Rape victims. There's a lot of these really dramatic events. Now, trauma will mean something different to each and every single one of us. Yeah. Really want to point out right out of the gate Uh is this is a natural response. Mm -hmm. This is how we work. Yeah. We're very emotional beings. It's it's a a coping mechanism is up to us to Mm -hmm. a degree to recognize this trauma. And we're going to go through a lot here. Yeah. Then conversely, how we deal with it and where you see especially TVs, movies, you, you've seen examples of trauma not being dealt with or not being coped with. Sometimes people are not aware of it. That's true. Especially childhood trauma. Yeah. Sometimes you will respond to a situation in a way that's even confusing to you about why you responded that way. Uh, you know, for example, someone said something that triggered something deep with inside you that you didn't know was there and you overreacted to the situation. And you didn't always, you don't always understand why, but it's usually a childhood trauma response that's coming out in you. So let's talk about some of the common reactions. Yeah. Uh, make Making list uh, of sorts to help people yeah. understand why they might be reacting to a situation. So one big one that I saw very commonly is losing hope for the future. Yeah. Losing hope for the future, depressive state, like their, their life's just not going to get any better. This is where they are and this is where they're going to be. I agree. And it will get worse. Yes. Not better. But dread, mm-hmm. dread, even feeling distant, detached, also losing any sort of concern for anyone. You do. Um, there's just no empathy in you at all. You just cannot. And I think, sorry, I backed up. I kind of stopped mid-sentence there. I think for the most part, it's just you have shut off your emotions. And so you can't feel anything for anybody else. And you personally don't feel anything but darkness yourself. It's it's the numbing. Yeah, very numbing. Very much so. Another one would be being unable to concentrate or make decisions. Yep, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's on my list too. That one, been there, done that, got the t-shirt many, many times. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It just gets so overwhelming. It's like, my God, I just stop. Yeah, I've personally reacted that way to stuff because of things that happened to me in the past. And I find myself even just the last month, I have found myself completely in this overwhelmed, shutting down blanket over my head, not wanting to deal with things. And I have to pull myself out of it when I get that way. But it's truly a a trauma response. A big one I see that is the death of loved ones. Yes. And that was a very big reaction for me. And yeah, and I'm coming up on an anniversary of my sister passing away. I do know that's part of it. I don't think you ever get over it. I, I, I don't. I think you can mold your life around it and be happy. But I think that's part of mine. But thank you for mentioning that. The being unable to concentrate thing. I that also brings up for me Mm -hmm. where you see people that are just horribly distracted. Absolutely. Now, it can be for a great many things. Mm -hmm. Relationship issues is is a big one that I see. Oh, that one's definitely big for sure. You're like me and you run your own business and I am in this. I can't concentrate. I can't get things done. Then I beat myself up because I can't concentrate and can't get things done. And I go down a rabbit hole, which is bad. To kind of flip on that, where I also see people that are excited by noises or visuals, Mm -hmm. sounds, Mm -hmm. uh, not just noises, sounds in general. Smells. I mean, certain smells will just be like, it's, it's just funny. There's, there's a certain smell for me. And every time I smell it, I get hopeless, anxious, 
and I can't cope. And it's going to sound weird, but it's cigarettes, a certain brand, a certain brand of cigarettes, because my sperm donor father smoked them when I was young. And for some reason, the smell such a strong. Yeah. It's amazing how strong smell can trigger your memory. Absolutely. And for some reason, that smell just triggers that in me. If I smell it, I just feel hopeless because he left me and my mom and my brother. And for some reason, it triggers this hopeless sense in me. I've learned that it does and how to deal with it. However, it took me forever to figure it out. Smell is so overwhelming sometimes. There's the flip side of that, right? Where there's certain smells that, that I love. Just great. Right. Coffee is one for me. To me, that's just the morning's going. It's a good day. I, I don't know. I love the smell of coffee. One one smell that triggers I, the, the loss of my grandmother. Uh, okay. Which I feel uh, it's. I remember. It's yeah. been twenty five years. Yeah. It's been a long, long, long time. But there she is up there. Uh, and is the smell of lavender? She had oh, lavender see, bushes great. that lined all of her backyard. Oh, okay. And she, all the fragrance in her house always had to be more lavender scented. Yeah. She just loved lavender. And anytime I smell that, mm-hmm. I have several neighbors that have it when we go on our walks. And I bet and it makes you I'll, feel good. And it's just like, especially this time of year where right. it's going to start cropping up here in the next yeah. month or so. I'm just like, ugh, I, I miss her. Yeah, but at the same course. time, it's great memories. It's or peaceful, yeah. fresh baked bread because she baked bread mm. every week. So for me with my mom, it makes me think of her every time. And I actually buy the lotion because I like to just feel mm-hmm. her next to me. It's a certain lotion that was around when I was a, as a kid. And now it's, it's a Jergens lotion. It's the original scent. Oh. The, it's They call it cherry wood, cherry almond mm. now, but it's the original scent. And I put that on and I smell it and I just feel like my mom's right there. I just See, I absolutely my, my love it. My grandmother, she had um, oil of Olay. Oh, okay. That, yes, my mom did yep. that too. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. that smell, uh, just, uh, it's just on a something random about it. whiff, where yeah. it's like grandma. Yeah. That, that is grandma. And you just smile, and yeah. that's a good thing. But it it took a long time to, well, to get course. to that point. I of mean, course. dates, realizing calendar dates, mm-hmm. anniversaries, yeah. things of that can can trigger those. Uh, if you now now the jumpiness, mm-hmm. feeling jumpy, or especially noises. I have a a good friend that I've known for a very long time that ended up going and I can't remember if it was Iraq or Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. but was in some action over there. Gunshots, understandably, or loud bangs. Fourth of July can be very triggering. It can. And I actually have a quick story about that. I worked with a gentleman when I worked for a major retailer. And he had been over there in the first wave of Afghanistan. And that was a bloody, brutal time. He, you know, we we became pretty good friends. Um, One day when fireworks went off, he was dating one of my employees and fireworks went off. He responded by grabbing her, taking her down into a room, taping, duct taping her hands and her mouth and saying, don't leave this room. You are not safe. And locking her oh, wow. in a basement room. That's how triggering sounds can be for people. He ended up seeking help. So the girl was never in any danger. But I'm just it was an example that popped into my head when you said that of how triggering sounds can be. Well, and the, the, the needing to be on guard or alert, mm-hmm. and that's uh, where he was for veterans. Yeah. yeah and that's where he was. He was on I alert. feel super bad for. Uh, also know a friend that was uh, was in law enforcement mm-hmm. and was involved in a, a gun related accident. And yep. that 
understandably is yeah. is an issue too where they are constantly trying to be very vigil about their surroundings right right also having dreams or memories yeah memories and dreams can be so triggering for me um a lot lately waking up dreams of my sister mm-hmm. and it's been very very hard to get up out of bed in the morning because i'm very emotional however just know that's normal guys um sometimes i just write them down quick like what was happening in the dream? Because it's probably related to a memory you have of her or a sound you heard. Maybe I heard something on TV before I fell asleep that reminded me of her. But I do find journaling and writing it down when those dreams happen help you deal with them a little better. And another way that it will manifest itself, the the trouble at work or at school. Yeah. Uh, settings outside your home, mm-hmm. personal settings as well. Absolutely. Uh, where there's relationships that are being problematic. And it's interesting to see how it can flip depending on Mm -hmm. the person, but avoiding people, places or things related to that event. Yeah, I do have a friend that was working at Trolley Square Mall back when there was that gunman that went through the mall here in Salt Lake. That was horrific. Yeah. And he did see somebody get shot, even though they had locked the doors on the store and were back away. Right. He did see that mm-hmm. person go down, cannot walk in that building anymore. And physical manifestations or, or reactions, uh-huh. uh, upset stomach or oh, for sure. trouble Headaches. eating. I eat, yep. it makes me nauseous. Yep. I, I can't eat. I don't want to eat. Headaches, um, sometimes visual impairments. You get blurry vision because you just can't deal with what's going on around you. The rapid heartbeats, yes, the, the, the sweats, blurry, the, yeah. the and a lot of these are because of nerves. Uh-huh. Oh, you, anxiety you, for sure. You think about how our body reacts when something scares us. Well, yeah. So an example, let's say that you were attacked on a beautiful, sunny, gorgeous day. And for some reason... Every time you walk out and see bright blue sky, you start to sweat. You feel nauseous. You don't want to go out. You don't want to leave the house. That's an example of that. You don't know why you're being triggered like that. You really, truly don't until, you know, that's where therapy comes into play, guys. If you neglecting yourself, that's a big one. You're not showering. You're Mm -hmm. not eating. That's a big Uh, one. Also sleep, sleep being interrupted. You can't sleep. You can't stay asleep. You are always lethargic. Also engaging in bad habits, uh, drinking, excessive drinking, drug use, Mm -hmm. smoking. Oh yeah. All of that. I mean, I do understand when I've had a bad day, I want a glass of wine sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I do. However, I can control how much I do or don't drink. I'm not in that boat. Some She's people a three can or four bottle kind of gal. Easily. Ian. Uh, who isn't? <laughs> Hello, bottle of vodka. Come on. I, I remember us knowing each other back through darker <laughs> times. Where, Very darker times. And, and I have a lot of friends that alcohol was the drug of choice. Of course. And... You know, if you can't stop, you do need to seek help. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's just as addicting as drugs or smoking or anything. Alcohol can be just as much of a drug. for people. Absolutely. When you look at the, the emotional reactions that we've talked about, mm-hmm. fear, sadness. Yes. Extreme sadness. I have a lot of friends that experienced the, the loved one passing away when they were younger. Mm-hmm. that just cannot be without someone 
in their life. And I, I've got many friends. The codependency. I've got many friends that fall into that category. And it makes me sad because sometimes the people they surround themselves just because they don't want to be alone aren't the best people. Anger that you talked about Mm -hmm. with your, well, kind of with your friend. Uh, We've all been around folks Mm -hmm. that have had those bursts of just irrational anger where you're like, is everything okay? Yeah. You're concerned when you see it and it happens. And sometimes you lash out and you don't even mean to. Something triggered you. Something was some trauma response in you. And it's tough when it happens because I do a lot of self-evaluating what the hell just happened. Well, and when you see somebody that's just so quick to anger uh-huh. uh, where they it's yeah. just hair trigger and man, they're going to go off. Yeah. When you think about the folks that you are around mm-hmm. and they get so upset and you're like, God, I feel like everything I do is just setting them off like mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to breathe in their direction. I don't want to look at them. I right. don't they, want to engage with them. They get triggered over a benign situation. Yeah. And it's really, really hard. Being on both ends of that is hard, but it's really hard when you're trying to figure out what the hell did I do? And you want to help them, but you're like, hey, I'm not the bad guy here. And it's really tough. Slightly different version that I know I have gone through. Uh-huh. And We've all been through trauma. This is one thing I want to explain to you. We've all gone through different versions of trauma. Trauma can be not just a major event like being robbed or held at gunpoint or something like that. It can be an emotional, the loss of a loved one. A a really bad, bad breakup. Yes, absolutely. Loss of a family member through certain illness or whatever, where I have seen my going back and and looking back at the trauma that I've experienced in my life. I tend to blame myself. Yeah. Have a very low self image. I think that's normal. And a lot of us don't realize that is a reaction. That's an emotional Mm -hmm. reaction and processing trauma We're we're isolating ourselves. Uh, And when you've gone through that, you find where. I just don't trust anybody. True. It's like, nope, we're we're done here. My That's my friends true. and I, I deal with trauma through joking. Okay. I have a very inappropriate sense of humor. Sarcasm, you? No, no. this this is usually just I I would say shields up. Okay. That's a fair. That's fair. Nope. You're yeah. not getting near me. You're not. And see, I tend to be the opposite. I tend to people please. I want them to like me because of that. So I say, sorry, sorry, sorry all the time. And I'm always just being the the peacemaker and the people pleaser. To be fair, that's the past version of me. I'm not so much that way anymore, but I think that's also a trauma response. You're people pleasing. It, it is. And personality that gets attracted to that, as we yeah. talked about last week, are the narcissists. narcissists. Yep. Those are the folks that will be antagonistic. They're going to mm-hmm. want to start a fight about everything. They're going to... If I control everything, then it will never happen to me again. Pretty much. And they can they they know they can treat you any way they that they want. And you'll still people, please. You'll still sorry. My fault. You're right. I shouldn't have. And that's a huge red flag, guys, as we talked about last week. The other one that I think we have both witnessed and Mm -hmm. also felt is feeling detached and not wanting to be close to people. Not, oh, not wanting any sort of absolutely emotional true. intimacy with anyone. Mm-hmm. Now, it can be physical as well. Absolutely. But, but really but where you emotional, just isolate. I very much isolate. I've really been isolating lately and I've had to catch myself. I've had to be like, no, come on, <laughs> pull yourself out. 
it's not easy. No. And the biggest way that you can deal or cope mm-hmm. and, and move past this, and that's really what we want you to do, is we want you to be able to move past this, engaging and talking with someone that yeah. you can trust. And you've got to be able to trust them. That That's huge. And that's hard. In Especially a if you've gone to the isolation Correct. or if you are really down and depressed mm-hmm. because of something. Yeah. I it, can think of a friend that we both have in common who's a listener who does seem to struggle with that. And I really would like to help this person more. I'm not going to say gender or anything so we don't call them out. There's definitely someone in both of our lives that I feel like we need to probably reach out to and see if we can help more with that. This this trust, I mean, it needs to be implicit trust. This is why a lot of the time we will uh, encourage somebody to Mm -hmm. engage with some sort of therapist. I truly encourage that. And like I've said before, many times, there are so many ways to seek therapy these days. There's texting, there's online, there's Zoom, you can go in person, there's support groups that are free and don't cost you anything. There's a lot of ways out there, guys. And maybe we should pop some links up about that too, to kind of help people. Therapy. I think it's important. I mean, obviously, we want you to have somebody in your life personally that you can connect with, whether that be a mentor Mm -hmm. or a loved one, a very, very dear friend. Someone you trust, someone you feel you can. Somebody that's not going to weaponize. Right. Someone you can release that to and it's okay to release to them. The hard part is when you do have a friend that you share something with. Uh Uh-huh. It's natural that we want to empathize. We want to have compassion. Mm-hmm. But that the reason I encourage uh, a therapist is they're trained to help you go through processes. And right. We've mentioned before that there's not an A to B to C to D method of, of going through things. Everybody's going to have their own journey and no, their own way you, of working through things. You have to find your own path to get to the end destination. I would love to say you're going to go from A to B to C and D. You're Just done. A little checklist. Quickly check it off. It doesn't work like and that. And some days you're going to revert back. Mm-hmm. And that's sure. where somebody can help educate you. A therapist is the best one for that. Through those better. And to let you know that it's okay to be where you're at because they can point out to you, okay, now wait a second. Let's go back over how you got to this point and maybe why you went back. A therapist is great at that. I highly recommend it. Depending on the severity of the trauma, mm-hmm. it could be that maybe you just engage with somebody on a somewhat regular basis where you can just walk through things, deal with things. Other times it might take a whole lot more effort. It might take, depending on the severity, it could be a couple of times. I mean, there's different forms and oh, severities of trauma where sure. you have to work through that. That's why I think you do need to engage somebody that, that can help you work through that. Maybe a life coach is helping you work through life some things are great too. too. That's another great one. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are starting to go to the life coach model. Now, I think it's a more realistic model. I feel like you feel like it's a more even playing field kind of a model, whereas you feel like a therapist is kind of the boss and you're just the student learning where I feel like a life coach is more an even experience, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Different types of trauma, right? The one that we probably know the most, Mm -hmm. uh, you and I both have mentioned, are folks that are suffering from PTSD. And I always have to double check the, I do the initials in the right order because I always, I scramble. I probably would like to say I'm an expert on this, but I'm not. But my mom suffered from one of the severest cases of it because she was physically and sexually abused as a child. And obviously I won't go into details. Her whole 
adult life. She was pretty normal until I was about 16 and she started remembering everything that happened to her. And her whole life after that was nothing but a trauma response. She reverted back. And a lot of our, a lot of the way we yeah. process that, right, is right. we suppress it. She did suppress it because she was happy. She was a mom. She was a wife. But then all of a sudden one day, anytime you suppress something, it finds a way back up. No matter what, how far down you think you've pushed something, it will find a way back. And that's when our bodies the sounds, start to the smells. And that's what did event. it. It was sounds and smells that started doing it for her. And to the point where, I mean, she was a child a lot in the last years of her life because she reverted back to that childhood trauma and she didn't know how to deal with situations. She'd disassociate. She'd throw tantrums like a child. She'd emotionally withdraw from people. And it was tough. If no. you know somebody suffering from this, please get them help. Depression is, yeah, is another that's huge. big, and you've heard us talk different ways that that can impact you. Of course. When you blame or shame yourself or mm -hmm. others. Yeah. Due to some just sort of overwhelming form of guilt. Yeah, there's always some guilt there for some reason. No matter what you try to, there's always a little bit of guilt involved. You got to get over that. It's not easy. Anger, aggression. Behavioral changes. Huge. Yeah, huge. I'd say that's another big one. Being very manic. Uh, mm -hmm. The one thing I will call out is if you're one of those that is getting so depressed, if you are having some sort of suicidal thoughts or mm -hmm. tendencies, please, dear God, get help. There are so many resources out there. There's hotlines. Yeah, they've even got a number that you can just 988. It's quick and they'll respond quickly. And if you know people who are suicidal in your life, I don't know if you've seen the billboards we talked. There's one out there that says you can say something so simple as, hey, can I hold your medications until you feel safe? Can I sit with you until you feel safe? You don't have to be a therapist to them. Just let them know they've got that one person who cares. That's all you have to do. We are by no means experts no. in this field, right? We're Claim not professionals. Nope. We've gone through a lot. We've, we we've definitely been have. with others through a lot. For sure. And I don't want you to take this as we are trying to give professional advice. No. By any stretch of the imagination. That's why we're encouraging to reach out to mm -hmm. those. When I lived in Wyoming, I was going through the preparation uh, training uh -huh. to be a crisis volunteer for oh, the sexual for assault and family violence task force. It's very eye opening. Oh, I'm believe that is yes. it's amazing how prevalent uh, i think a lot of us don't realize how much of that goes on you know it does i'll say this because i've just i've witnessed it personally in many aspects of my life it is way more prevalent than you think it is even the nicest people there's fa that family trauma thing that happens there's little things that i will still see to this day where i'm like mm, something's not right yeah exactly the biggest thing you can do if somebody does confide in you is be there for them. Absolutely. Be a support. You don't have to have the answers. No. And that's Being what I was sympathetic. trying to say. Just listen. Just let them know they can, they, you, they, you, you're just, sometimes I will say, do you want a, do you want me to help you fix the situation or would you just like me to listen? I ask, how can I help? Right. And sometimes it's just a matter of they look at you and they go, I just want you to sit there and listen. I may yell. And that's I why may I ask scream, the question. And you're just like, yeah, okay. Sure. I'll just listen. And you do. And then you'll say, hey, are you ready for me to say something? And they'll be like, no, I just need to keep going. You're like, all right. Sometimes some of us know what we need. Other times we don't. don't. No. There may be somebody that reaches out and says, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with this. Do you have any ideas? And then mm -hmm. that's the invitation. That's that. How can I help? Right. 
Exactly. And clarify the conversation because I think sometimes people don't feel listened to because you're trying to, you truly are trying to help and you're dispensing advice, but that's not what they want. They just want you to listen. Betrayal of a loved one or a partner. When you have those, those common reactions that we've talked about, really what this boils down to, Mm -hmm. and a lot of you have heard of at least two of the four F's that exist Oh, in, in I was wondering we if things. you were going to get that. Uh, wait, wait, not that F. Hey, I, I mean, the four F's I've I, got. I, I, you have your own version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's start with fight. Right. We're good at that. Can I with, name the second one? Yeah. Flight. Oh, that's I was a little concerned. Well, so let's uh, then there's uh, going to be freeze and fawn. There you go. I got see. We, we did it. The, the first the first F fight comes in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just I'm going to punch you in the nose and I'm oh, done. Yeah, no. Uh, now, granted, yes, that is a um, reaction. It can be that, a, that is a manic a reaction. Yeah. Response. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not going to be I'm going to kick your ass. No, that that's mm-hmm. not exactly what it means. It could also be we are standing up for ourselves. It's that, when we assert. That's true. We, ourselves. we assert or we create negative situations to withdraw from our situation. So you do create a fight situation in some respects. Find the courage, the bravery inside you to deal with the situation Mm -hmm. head on. That is a fight mechanism. When you take control of a situation, that is a fight mechanism. It is. When you put boundaries in place Mm -hmm. and stick to them. That's tough, but yes, that is a fight. That is another fight. So with fight, it does tend to have a negative connotation with it. Oh, yeah, of course. But it's where you're in control and being assertive. Yes. With that. And there sure. are very positive ways of doing that. The the bad versions. Yes. yes. Just kicking somebody's ass. Well, kicking their ass or starting a fight, like mm-hmm. doing whatever you can to push that person's, person's buttons to start the fighting. The narcissist of Correct. The, the being the agitator. Correct. When you have to take control of somebody, yeah. when you have to manipulate, when you're bullying. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a big one. Perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Control Correct. Uh, the, yep. the fighting, right? When you become exceptionally vindictive, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go after you. I'm going to do everything I can to make you miserable. Let's be honest. We've all done that at some point. Not to, to some degree. To some degree. I'm not saying to the horrible degree necessarily, but we've all been a little vindictive sometimes. When you see somebody that is just very overtly going out of their way. Yes. To agitate somebody and Mm -hmm. to just pick, hey, knock it off. You're being a dick. You're being a bully. And we see a lot of it on social media nowadays. They're picking fights with people, saying those buzzwords just to piss people off. And it's hard to see, but. There's several content creators out there. Uh Uh, Like one of the biggest reasons I love TikTok is just going through and seeing all. (laughs) Like I am amazed at the creativity out there in the world. And me too, because I wouldn't think I have of that crap. No, I'm just (laughs) blown away. And there's uh, that he does keto recipes. Uh I mean, a love me some keto. You wouldn't be able to tell by what I'm drinking right now, but. Well, it's because it's delicious, Ian. It so is, but I need to stop. It's really bad for me. They have a diet version. Anyway, go ahead. But he, he, like me, is agnostic. Does fit more, if you were going to pick out a religion, probably more Buddhist philosophy. Very, very chill individual. Yeah. And just the vibe is right. Yeah. And I love listening and high energy, super, a lot more energy than I have. (laughs) Without fail. Because he uh, does identify as pansexual. Okay. 
which is I'm attracted to the person based on the vibes. It doesn't matter who they are, what they are. Right. I'm if I vibe, I vibe. I can see that without fail. Every time he's on, somebody comes in and starts trying to get all religious in his face and call him out. And mm-hmm. he's like, thank you for for putting this in here. And, and he'll try to handle it. And to a certain point, he's like, and you're done. Leave yeah. and, and blocks him out. <laughs> yeah. Which I super respect. I, I mean, great. does try to be I, I don't agree with you, but hey, let's talk about this and, right. and deals with it in a very natural way, but does set those boundaries. And that to me, I'm like, that's how you should handle it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The flight. Yeah. Takes again. There's good versions. There's bad versions. Yes. Big thing I'm going to say is as we talk through each of these, also understand you need to have empathy and compassion with yourself and Mm -hmm. others. Oh, for sure. That's going to be how you balance this out. So flight is just leaving the situation. Stop engaging with others that are harmful. Yes. And that's hard to do. Not so much to depending on where you are in your journey. And, that's and hard to do. They are. too. Exactly. If they're extremely close family member, a little more tough for sure. It's like when you have that person in your friends group that is just obnoxious yeah. and snarky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sometimes done. it's just you got to be I, done. It doesn't have to be this big grandiose because then that's more fight. Correct. Flight is just I, I'm, I'm done. You just got to be done. You got to be ready to be completely done and over the situation. And most of Move us on. associate flight with the, the panicking, away. the fear, the running away, get out of my yep. way. And, and that's true, too. There's good, like you said, good and bad to both, uh, to all these words. Interestingly enough, as I read through, perfectionism is another way. Yes, I read that too. And I'm like, what? And, and I went through, actually, perfectionism is attached to each one of these behaviors. It is. Isn't that spooky? <laughs> it was spooky. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> so my, my former director, uh, she had a saying where she goes, I'm a recovering perfectionist. <laughs> and i, like I laugh that. because also i hear like Brene brown I, a lot yeah. of the folks i listen to oh, yeah. use that they, phrase. a lot of them and i think we've all been there right it, perfectionism is so much of a coping mechanism d- depending on the situation because perfectionism means you can control things and we all want to be in control leaving unhealthy relationships abusive relationships as well mm-hmm. that is another flight response it is leaving bad situations where you or others might get hurt yeah these are not bad flight reactions, right? No, it's, no. it's built into how we process things. Correct. Ways that it starts turning into bad, panicking, yes. fear, mm-hmm. especially when it gets so overwhelming. Like literally getting up and walking out Panic of a attacks. room. I've had them. We've all had. Uh, well, that's not fair to say we've all had them. I believe most of us have had them. We just don't know we have. I know when my panic attack is coming. There's times I will literally go, I've got to escape this room right now. It kind of opened my eyes and made me do mm-hmm. a lot of deep thinking, being a workaholic. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. You know what? I don't even want to deal with this right now. Yeah. I'm just going to go do what I'm good at. Right. Exactly. Bye. Yeah. One that will comp- I, I compartmentalize things in my life. Okay. And that's okay. And when things are not going well in my personal life, I'm yes. like, okay, up on the <laughs> shelf. Guess what? I'm going to go do what I'm good at. Yeah. Whether it's school, whether it's work, whether it's my hobbies, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, that is how I deal with it. I'm and like, nope. Up on the shelf you go. Avoidance. Yes, avoidance is huge. We all tend to want to just avoid a situation versus actually dealing with the situation. I'm good at that. Guilty. Freeze. Okay, freeze. So tell me the good of freeze. Freeze. Oh, <laughs> chilled drinks. Quench it. Well, a Chill little drink. little ASMR for you there. 
with our new logo cups with the with the with the crunchy ice the good ice uh and everybody knows what you mean when you say that too we do meditation or mindfulness is mm -hmm. freezing because you're pausing pausing correct you're stopping very good reason and, and way to deal with things stopping a conversation before you say something you're going to regret it's another form of freezing uh, mindfulness, awareness yeah. of, of the situation. Whenever you can take that pause or that break, it's being in the moment. Good. Always good. I'm not great at it yet. I've gotten better, but I'm not great yet. Chris, you need to let us know. Is that true? Oh, he'll tell you the same thing. He'll be like, she's trying. She's Some not days. great yet, but she's trying. <laughs> and I could just see him laughing. Oh, he would too. be, yeah. Bad freezes. Disassociation, which Absolutely, about. yeah isolation isolation um literally being in a moment where you have to deal with something and just not dealing with it yeah absolutely zoning out mm -hmm. now that one i can say a good or a bad thing um there's good and bad to it zoning out sometimes you're creating some peace within yourself I mean, some of the meetings i'm in you would understand uh, why i zone out there's some we have zone meetings as or zoom meetings as owners now too and trust me i zone out a lot and being not capable or, or just cannot make a decision yes and that is one that i know affected me for a really long time i just uh, 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 freezed up i just couldn't do it one of the phrases that comes to mind when i hear that is like paralysis by analysis where those yeah where you just what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? This just I can't well, do it. this right now. I can't cope with this. You see it in movies where got to make a decision, sir. And they're just like, I. Uh, we all understand that one. An interesting way of looking at this is not participating in new things. OK, yeah. As human beings, we, we love what we know. We love routine. Very much do. Mm -hmm. Very, very much do. But if you won't try anything right it's right. very it's very crypt what about bob i love that movie i have a memory so <laughs> that is where we're a victim <laughs> of our habits but we can also use them to empower ourselves Correct. as we mentioned before now fawn okay fawn so fawn is okay good bad whatever uh people pleasing yes. to avoid conflict which you you brought up right now this is the behavior that mm. very much draws in the narcissists it absolutely does this, this is, is the one that I, this is the one i honed in on yeah it is it if people know that about you and know you're going to respond that way believe me narcissists will find it and use it and you do try to people please i have a sister that was very good at that of course her husband was a, a bleeping narcissist however wait wait where's the button i don't even okay, know ready, my, my buttons are not working <laughs> anyway she was very much a people pleaser and he knew that sure. and he would guilt her into things that she just didn't want to do or deal with and he would totally hone in on that and it's so it was so tough to see there's a lot of the negative that they go there good ways of fawning yes. there there are some good there are some good you're right uh having empathy or compassion for others mm -hmm. being a compassionate person is a good thing and seeing their side of it and kind of helping them through it that's another good way compromising with folks correct positive way there's good and bad all of these correct there's the manipulation which the narcissist would listening to somebody just being that listening ear yes and then being fair okay hey i like it first step of dealing with trauma is what 
Ooh. <laughs> I'm betting me and you found different responses to this. What, what, what's yours? Okay. Well, are you saying like coping mechanisms or how do you just deal, deal with, with the, it? Just deal with the trauma. Um, for me, it's addressing the trauma. Okay. Rec- recognizing it is yeah. what, what I yeah. put down for mine. Saying I've been through something. Mm-hmm. I need to deal I need with to this. deal with it. The, the recognition, we have all made jokes about of course we have. 10 yeah. step, 12 step, 132 step programs, whatever it is. Of course we have. But really recognizing there is an issue mm-hmm. is the first step. It, it is truly the first step. is. Mm-hmm. If we're not aware of it, we're never going to deal with it. Of course not. What would you say is the next one? Connecting with others who understand what you've gone through, but I okay. could be wrong. For me, that would be my next step. I'm going to put an intermediate okay. step in there That's cool. of accepting it. Okay, accepting. So and, so first recognizing it and then saying, okay, I, see, I I have a problem. Okay. And and I see that side of it. For me, I would need to connect with those people to accept it. Do you know what I'm saying? I guess it would kind of just how you and, personally and some deal. folks may be able to do that on their own, depending on the situation. I can see both sides of that for sure. Then if this is happening, please red flag the the coping with through substances. Yes. Substance abuse. Please, Huge red flag. Please, please, please. Here's the thing. Somebody wants you around. And sometimes it's not even just substances, but it's coping through behaviors, behaviors. that you know are harmful. Full behaviors. Yes. I'll put and that out the there. suicidal thoughts again. Please. Somebody does want you here. Of course and and they I do. want you to understand that. Absolutely. And it even may not in your darkest days may not feel like it at the time, but I guarantee you somebody misses you and wants you here. During this time, as you're going through this, the other the other little side thing I'm going to put out here is do not feel any sort of pressure to make any sort of decision, major life decisions. Agreed. If it is going to make huge fundamental changes in your life, be engaging with somebody that can help you address that. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. I would say put pause time out as much as you can. Now, if you're in, say, a abusive relationship, obviously there's going to have to be a huge change, uh, an intervention in there. Mm-hmm. But you need you to help get out of the situation. That yeah, right? Agreed. Also, remember patience with yourself. You're you're working through this. Mm-hmm. Your emotions are going to be all over the spectrum. Of course they are. And you need to understand that going in. And it may change from moment to moment to moment mm-hmm. to moment. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel every single one of them. Don't feel bad for feeling emotions. No, and never can. How you feel is how you feel. It, Accept it, it. Truly is. Can you change how you react and feel to situations? Yes, but first you have to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. When you engage with somebody that's going to help you work through this, right? That's part of that acceptance. It's, it's moving in different directions. It's, it's having the ear, the face to face. Yes. Whatever methodology. Understand avoidance and blocking it out is not going to help. It resurfaces. I'm trying to tell you, I'm, that was my example with my mom. She tried very hard and it still came back. You do have to deal with it. Like, For me, the freezing, the compartmentalizing. Oh, absolutely. Put it up here. Uh-huh. I'll revisit it when I want to put some brain power to it. Now, sometimes it would be okay. I'll think about this after the work day. Yes. When now that's okay. After this is done. Right. Other times it'd be like, I just never, ever, 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 <laughs> ever want to think about this again. Uh, I, yeah. I'm sure there's a few boxes up there on the shelf somewhere uh, that yeah. I've, I've probably got some cobwebs on. That's okay. We all do. But don't also bottle it up when you do that. When you you bottle up, think mm-hmm. about when you've been around somebody that just explodes and you're like, whoa. Yeah. For some reason, you happen to be the one that said the one the thing trigger. that just imagine shaking up a two liter bottle of soda and you Throw go to those Mentos. take that cap off. And if you just do it at the wrong moment, 
explosion everywhere. So you got to just be careful. The uh, science fair project. Yeah. With a little volcano. That's always fun, though. Oh, those were the days. Little <laughs> dioramas. My grandkids love to do stuff like that. Make, making your own little like Play-Doh. The dioramas were the best. Understanding your emotion. That's why we say engage with somebody that can help you figure out right. your emotions, the yeah, triggers. I agree. Level that off a little bit more. One big piece of advice that I found through a lot of the literature is mm-hmm. fall back to your routines. Routines are important. Your that. habits. Yeah. Thinking back to... A very traumatic experience for a lot of us was the pandemic. Right. Especially when the lockdowns went into place. Yeah. I have several friends and coworkers that were like, I don't have to go to the office anymore. I'm just not going to shower. I'm not going to change out of my pajamas. I didn't do that. Every day I got up, I got dressed just like I would. I kept my schedule. Yeah, and it was important. Still would put on cologne. I would. Yeah. My breakfast coffee rituals. So all of that helped me keep things somewhat normalized. So and that's I important the stuff. But just make sure that those routines are positive, good routines. Don't fall back into your routines. If I'm going to drink the night away and pass out drunk on my bed, kind of a routine. That would be my caveat yes. to what you yeah, said. The, the drugs and the substance abuse. Yes. Think about when we've talked about habits, right? James yeah. Clear, things like that. Yeah. Our habits will help us move in directions that we want to go. Uh, absolutely. Towards our goals. I agree with that. And also it helps kind of put us in autopilot mode. Which so is important So we do sometimes. have the mental and emotional fortitude that we need to deal with these bigger items. Right. And then allow plenty of time to get outside, to do activities. If you're locking yourself up and you can't go anywhere, depression is, that's usually a big sign with depression or... Exercise came up a lot when I Mm -hmm. looked into this, but now does that mean you have to go hit the gym hard and do two hours, go to walk or walk outside and stretch, walk outside and meditate, do something like that, just some kind of a routine. Some of this will just leave you feeling exhausted. Mm -hmm. Does wear you down. Allow time for rest and reset. Yes. I agree with that. A lot of us underestimate how much rest we really need. I think so. I think that's true. I took an extra day off for this weekend. Yeah. Sometimes that's important. I mean, one, I got (laughs) to sleep in one morning. It was fantastic. Amazing when you can sleep in. It's kind of bothering me that the sun is coming up earlier (laughs) because I'm like. Because, yeah, you see that. A little bit longer. Yeah. There's different ways of rest. Self-care. Self-care is always important. Whether that's a massage, haircuts, whatever you need to do. For me, it's something stupid like getting my nails painted. I mean, I feel better. I did something for myself. Look at me. I have a lot of friends that every time without fail, I always get the pictures of the nails. Well, yeah, because it's like, oh, look, my mm-hmm. Easter nails. Look what I my, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's my why, summer why nails. Why are yours Halloween? They're not. Oh. They're pink. They're pink and white. And that's like a lotus flower or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, it looked like a skeleton. No, it's like a lotus flower. Uh, I'll well, show of course it to you're you. flipping me off with it, too. <laughs> it's the middle finger, Ian. This is a huge, huge topic. We are it scratching is. the surface. We I know we're going to revisit this a lot. We will. I can see it coming down the road a little bit. But I, this was a great way to start off the topic and the conversation, which is what we wanted to do. The weekly challenge. Okay. You know, my God. We need to be doing weekly challenges. I kind of forgot. Oh, we forgot the weekly challenge. Okay. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and put one out for the last one. <laughs> have some introspection. Yeah. Seek out the help you need to deal with the trauma in your life. It's yes. not an easy road. And trauma. Have patience with yourself. Trauma. I can promise you everybody's had some sort of trauma in some form. I promise you, you have one. If, you, if you're not aware you do, start to look at things that trigger you and maybe try to figure out why they do. There were a lot of really interesting quotes out there about trauma. Yeah. And some 
I was just like, yeah, how <laughs> other ones I was like, wow. Yeah. Life is trauma. It can be. I agree with that. It's going to paint us all different. Uh-huh. We for sure. we are going to all go through our different versions. What I think we both want you to understand is yeah. I would encourage you to go out. We would encourage you to go out, find the help you need to deal with yes. it so you can have a better life. Yeah, that's and that's what this podcast is about. It really is. Having a better life. With that, thank you so yes. much for being with us. A couple of things, if you could do us a favor. And yes, on please. your platform of choice, mm-hmm. we say this every week. Thank you so much for being here. Please go out and like or follow. Yes. And share us. If you can leave a review. A review is great. Not all platforms do that. No, they like, don't. When Spotify started doing that, I was like, yes. Yeah. Because a long time it was Apple and I think Google were the only two that yeah. did it. But now I, I've noticed more of them are even Amazon, to. all of them are starting to allow that. If this would help somebody that, you know, please share. Yeah. We have quite the catalog of episodes out there. <laughs> we, we really do. The scary thing is three years. I know, Ian. Isn't that crazy? Three We're in 2023 years. already. I know. There's a lot of topics out. And it's interesting to see how there are just some episodes that have really hit with folks. Yeah. People really connected with it. Yeah. And we hope this is one that does for you. Yes. Uh, if anything, I think this one speaks the most to audiences so. out there. I think so, too. And if it would help, especially somebody that's a loved one, a friend, a family member, yeah, please. Please share it with them. Be there for them. Or let them know they can reach out to Ian or I. And as always, thank you so much. We appreciate, we love each of you. Yep. And just take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Yes, please. That almost felt kind of like a Springer moment. Kind of a little bit. And have a great week, everyone. Yeah, have a great week. 